0: she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on The Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.
1: Sono speakers are designed from the inside out for incredibly detailed sound and rich bass. Then, fine-tuned by Oscar and Grammy-winning producers, mixers, and artists. Go to Sonos.com to learn more.
2: Hello, listeners. Be advised, this show is an immersive audio experience. Please use caution if you're operating a motor vehicle, as it may seem like sounds are coming from the sides and behind you.
1: The Left-Right Game is brought to you in this dimension by Sonos. Experience brilliant, otherworldly sound with Sonos.
3: Thank you for calling American Stories. This is Christine.
4: Oh, hi, Christine. I was hoping to speak to one of your journalists about a story they've been working on
3: what this is in connection to
4: oh I'm um, I'm just a friend I I wanted to ask her a few things sorry I'm, uh, I'm really
3: sorry we're not able to give information out about our journalists unless it's in connection with the story
4: oh sure
3: I'm sorry it's just policy
4: no that's okay I understand
3: can we help you with anything else
4: oh no no that's uh, fine thank you
3: okay have a good day <laughs>
4: Wow. That was dumb. Oh my god, okay. Um
2: Hey, are you still on a call or can we get started with the
4: No, I'm done. Th- thanks for waiting. So, if I've edited this right, you've just listened to the call I made to American Stories in Chicago. And I'll admit it didn't go swimmingly. Apparently, they feel the need to protect their journalists from random callers claiming to be friends of theirs, which, (laughs) I mean, I see the logic. I've already called back a few times, but Christine seems to be on reception for the whole week, so I had to hang up without uh, saying anything. I thought I'd give them a few days to forget about me, but we're going to try again.
3: Your call is important to us. Please hold, and we'll connect you as soon as
5: possible.
4: I wish there was another way, really. If I'd managed to find any other leads, but... I'm clearly no Alice Sharman. I couldn't find Rob Guthard or his forum, and strangely enough, there's no mention of the left-right game anywhere online. The only thing I can verify are Alice's ties to American stories, so... That's where we're starting. Honestly, I just want to know she's there. You know, faxing, filing, doing boring stuff. Anywhere other than...
3: Hey, thank you for calling American Stories. This is Christine. How can I help you today?
4: Hello hello there, uh, Christine. This is Milton Keynes from the BBC in London. I was hoping if I could make an inquiry with you.
3: Oh, sure, how can I help?
4: Well, I was wanting to run some fact-checking concerning one of your reporters.
3: Sure. Can I ask what this is about?
4: Of course. Well, as I said, I'm with the BBC. And about two years ago, one of your journalists, Alice Sharman, wrote a story for us on a... property tax. Yeah, we're doing a follow-up, and we were wanting to set up a phone interview with her, but, um... I'm
3: sorry, we're not able to give information out about our journalists, it's just... Oh, and
4: I wouldn't ask you to. I wouldn't ask you to. We have a similar policy here. Uh, we were just hoping you'd be able to pass on the message. Is she in the office?
3: Okay, sure. I can pass that message along. Um, if you could just hold for a moment?
4: Sure. It's hard to lie to Americans. They're always so nice. Except Alice. She was always pretty blunt. I guess she got that from.
3: Hey, thanks for holding, Mr. Keynes. I'm really sorry, I-, I couldn't track her down.
4: Ah. Okay, well, um. Is there anywhere at all I could. Would I be able to get a general office email or.
3: Oh, sorry, no, uh. I just checked our company address book. There's no record of an Alice Sharman ever working here. Do you know when she said she started? Hello?
5: From American Stories, I'm Alice Sharman. Thank you for joining us. So, how long does this tunnel go on for?
6: Not long. We're just taking it slow. Oh, reminds me. <clears throat> ferryman to all cars. This is ferryman to all cars. We're coming up to the end soon. But be warned. we got the first trap corner coming up. Sharp left, just as we leave. So keep pace, and stay in formation.
5: Why did you use the word trap? Hmm? The last turn, you called it trap corner. Does that mean something?
6: Just one of those things. Now that we're through the tunnel, it's important we don't make a wrong turn. fellow who wrote all the original logs, he liked to think the road would try and trick you into making a mistake. Small roads off the large highway, dirt tracks hidden from view. I mean, I just got out of that tunnel. There's a big road ahead, and this tiny road left.
5: Huh. He thought it was trying to deceive him. Like the road itself?
6: Yeah, pretty much. I gotta say, from what I've seen so far, I believe him.
5: Feels like you're giving it too much credit.
6: Nah. It knows what it's doing.
5: So, this is the new world? Yep. I can still see Phoenix in the rearview mirror.
6: Never said you wouldn't. No, I know. Just...
5: I guess I expected things to look different.
6: Well, I don't know what to tell you.
5: We, um, we drive for the next two hours in total silence. I can't help but feel that Rob is reading a great deal into what is essentially an abrupt turn in an ordinary road. The level of conspiracy he's able to place behind such a simple thing, going as far to ascribe some mischievous quality to the asphalt beneath us, it's hard to take seriously. In fact, I'm starting to wonder less about whether Rob can convince me this game is real and more about whether I'd ever be able to convince him that it isn't. Perhaps this story will be less about where a magic roadway goes after a few zigzagging turns and more about where the human mind can go if it invests too heavily in an idea. To his credit, Rob has noted my cynicism, and he even seems to welcome it, but if our current surroundings are supposed to convince me, he's going to find me more cynical than he anticipated.
6: Ferryman to all cars, we stop here.
5: Are we resting up? going to record some voiceover. Is that all right?
6: You mind leaving that till later? we got something to talk about. Sure. Sounds ominous. Well, certainly ain't nothing. Now, we got everyone. Where's Blue Jay? Blue Jay! Well, thank you for joining us. All right. Look, I got a job here. As your guide on this uh, expedition, and that's to ensure the safety of the group. I'm about to explain something to you now, and I won't be there to protect you if it goes south. So, I'm going to talk to y'all, and you got to listen.
7: Can we have our snacks?
6: What? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Have your snacks.
7: Oh, thank God, I'm so hungry. Yeah, me too.
6: You
7: uh, can you pass me the chips? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You mind if I eat the apple?
6: Cider? Hey, come on, guys. All right, this is what we came for, right? Thank you, Apollo. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I mentioned in the email that there are moments on this road when you have to follow the rules. Now, at certain points on this trip, you need to do some things just because I say so. Now, this is one of those times. Y'all understand?
5: Uh, yeah,
8: I I guess. We get to know what it is, right? This is when he tells us to give him our money, right, (laughs) Brock?
6: Yeah, I'd rather just know what you're asking of us. And I don't intend on keeping anything from you. I just want to be clear that across the next stretch, you need to follow my orders to the letter. Yeah, Jesus, we get it. Just tell us already. For about the next half hour, the next 13 turns... We'll be going one by one. We travel in order of formation. Me and Bristol will go first, then I'll radio the next car to follow. Then, when everybody's back, we keep going as normal. Now, this is the important part. There's a hitchhiker on the road. He's a well-dressed fellow with a case. You pick him up, you take him where he needs to go, but you do not, under any circumstance... Do not talk to him. Ever. And to be safe, don't, don't even look at him. Don't take anything he offers you. Don't open the door for him or wave goodbye when he leaves. You do not acknowledge him in any way. Now, if you want my advice, you won't say a word till you get to the stopping point.
7: Why do we have to go one by one?
6: Uh, guy who wrote all the logs says that he... He don't like choosing cars. I don't know what that means, but I'm lucky I never had to find out. Why don't we just not pick him up? Mm, that ain't an option. That seems like an option. Well, it ain't. Well, it is. We just- God damn it! You will pick him up whether you want to or not!
5: Okay, I, I suppose we should get back on the road then, if everyone is, is ready.
6: Thank you, Bonnie. Bristol, we're heading out first. The rest of you, take a break on this end.
7: Um, Bristol, can we talk? Hey, Lilith. Yeah, sure, what's up? Have you uh, tried to make any calls since we came through the tunnel? No, not yet. Why? Could you try? Like, call your office. I'm not getting through. They were busy? Yeah, why? Because everyone is. Everyone. We have signal, we can make calls, but everyone on the other end is busy. Weird, right? Mm, Don't you think it could just be a coincidence? No, I really mean everyone, Bristol. While Eve's been driving, I've been calling. My video camera's automated support line, 911. I'm sorry, you dialed 911. Yeah, for science, yeah. And all of them are busy. I even called this guy at my dorm who has a really weird thing for me, and trust me, he is not fucking busy. This is weird, right? It's like we've crossed a metaphysical threshold and the world's suddenly doing something else. You know? Hmm. I mean, it's really interesting, right? Don't you think that might be just a little... What? Crazy? (sighs) Well, no, but... But what? I mean, this is important. You either believe us or you don't. So, I mean, which one is it? Bristol.
6: Hey, Bristol, you ready to go?
5: Saved by the bell. Be right there, Rob. That was a little intimidating. As the rest of the convoy shrink in the rearview mirror, I can't help but feel noticeably more isolated. I feel this way despite Rob's presence, or maybe because of it. This is the first time we've been truly alone together since we set out this morning, and with all the pretense of the game put aside, I'm now driving into the desert with a man I barely know, with no idea where I'm headed, and apparently without the use of my cell phone. I begin to hope more now than ever that this man is on the level, but that particular train of thought is cut short. The hitchhiker shows up about eight turns later. Just like Rob said, the man's incredibly well-dressed in a well-fitting brown suit and a dark green tie. Even from a distance, I can see his shoes are well-shined, as is his varnished wooden case resting on the floor beside him. He stands on the side of the road and raises his hand. To be honest, he looks harmless. He looks like he'd be interesting to talk to. I'm assuming that's him. So... What's this guy's deal? Who is he?
6: The hitchhiker.
5: That's all you're going to say?
6: That's all I know. You understand the rules here? Don't talk to him. Don't talk at all. That's my advice. Until we stop. When we stop, we're safe. Alright?
5: Okay. Got it. See you on the other side.
0: She is willing to protect from Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death. The last city stars actors, Raya Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow the last city on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the last city early and ad free right now by joining Wondery plus.
9: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium?
10: much in the way of seating back here huh <laughs> thank you for picking me up guys where are y'all from I'm I'm traveling in from Oakwell some weather we're having recently though I suppose it's always a warm one around here huh? <laughs> This is a fine car, by the way. I'd, I'd love to get one of these. Did you buy it locally? I always want to support the local dealerships if possible. We all have quotas, huh? <laughs> ah, I'm sorry. I'm uh, I'm talk, talk, talk. <laughs> it's been a long day's travel. No one but myself, you know? I travel for work, so... What do you guys do? Is that... A- Is that a microphone? Can I look at this? You don't mind? Wow, look at that. I couldn't even tell what half of this does. Are you a journalist? You know Penelope's gonna fucking break. (gasps) What? (laughs) 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 Heavy on the brakes there, fella. Are you all right, miss? I'm sorry, were you saying something? Were you? It must be difficult for you. To stick out so much where you come from and then the one place you blend in. You don't know how to belong. I know how you feel. I know how you feel. You want to know how? You can ask me if you want to. You want to know things? I can tell you. I can tell you everything you want to know. Things you never knew. Even about yourself. Thoughts you didn't know you were thinking. Those little critters all the way at the back. Go on. You can ask me anything. I'm joking! I'm joking! Do you guys have any tapes? Everyone has some gold in the glove box, right? (laughs) Oh, who's this handsome young man? It's you, isn't it? Wow! Such an old photo. Such beautiful scenery. Oh, I love things like this so much. These memories are one of a kind, aren't they? Hey, you don't mind if I keep this something to remember you by? I'd like to remember you. You don't mind, do you? You don't mind? You don't mind. Thank you so much. Here's fine. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Safe journey.
5: Are you mad about the phone? What did I
6: say? And you didn't find we don't talk until we stop.
5: Okay, sure. What was that, Rob? There was something just off the road.
6: We gotta stay quiet, Bristol. Stop's 15 minutes away.
5: Oh, right, sorry. I'll ask again in 15 minutes.
6: Huh? Yeah, sure you will. <laughs> okay. We stop here. You did good. I'm, I'm sorry for hitting the brakes like that. Mm. I I didn't want you to do something you'd regret.
5: No, it's fine. I was about to. (sighs) What happens if you talk to him?
6: No idea. I came close myself, though, a few years back. The way he looks at you when he thinks he's got you. I don't think I want to know. Is that what you wanted to ask?
5: Uh, no. I saw something. Or... I think I did just off the road after the hitchhiker. I don't know if you noticed it.
6: Afraid I had my eyes forward most of the time.
5: I think there was a car at the side of the road, a crash car. It looked like it had driven off the bank. Have you seen that before?
6: Mm-mm. No, i never seen that. Well, I wouldn't worry about it. Random stuff sometimes shows up here and there once in a while.
5: Are people other than you currently playing the left-right game?
6: No one I know of. Look, whoever it was, they'd probably rather crash than face that goddamn hitchhiker again.
5: He's there on the way back, too.
6: If you're unlucky.
5: Do you have another copy of that photo?
6: This is ferryman to all cars. Apollo, you're next. No talking and watch your turns. All right, Rob, heading over. See you in 30.
5: Half an hour later, Apollo shows up. Though he laughs about his ordeal with the hitchhiker, he's clearly a little shaken.
8: Guy should call himself an Uber. You can't shut those guys up. <laughs> do you guys have Uber anyone? Yeah, we do. Then you know what I mean, right?
5: <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde arrive fairly quickly, pulling up at the back. Clyde helps Bonnie out of the car, and Apollo immediately pumps them for information. It's clear that everyone has a different story to tell. The hitchhiker offered Clyde travel suites, pleasantly but firmly insisting he take one. Apollo almost got to talking about his music taste after the hitchhiker asked to play something on the radio. That particular story does leave me curious about whether we get any stations on the road. Rob doesn't engage, He spends the next hour sitting alone in the truck, waiting to signal Eve and Lilith. Hey.
6: Hey, Bristol. Everything okay? Yeah, fine. What are you up to? I'm just waiting by the phone. Girls are on their way. You sure you don't need anything?
5: Um, maybe. I, um... I think Apollo's been affected by the whole hitchhiker thing. You know? A bit more than he's letting on.
6: That seems just fine to me.
5: I'm not so sure. He's only smiling when people are nearby. Could you talk to him?
6: Well, I ain't much comfort. At least according to my four ex-wives. think it might be better coming from you.
5: Oh, I think this is a man-to-man conversation. I might just get a, you know, brave face.
6: Oh, fine, fine, fine. I gotta warn you, last man-to-man conversation I had, my son didn't talk to me for three months.
5: This is Bristol to Lilith and Eve, do you copy? Lilith, Eve, are you there?
7: Lilith to Bristol. How is it on the other side? We haven't seen a hitchhiker. Oh, and by the way, I just called Eve's cell and it actually went through, so I think we can call each other. Just not, like, home. Could I have your number to test- Sorry,
5: Lilith, I'm actually phoning about something else. Why? What's going on over there? I uh, I have a mission for you, but you have to keep it secret. Oh, sounds awesome. What's up? Um, once once you pass the hitchhiker, there's a crashed car just off the road on the passenger side. Whilst you're going past it, would you mind getting some footage? What sort
9: of footage?
5: Just zoom in and get as much detail as possible. You don't need to stop. Just anything you get will be useful.
9: Is there anything specific? Talk later.
5: Thank you. Bye-bye-bye.
6: You okay, Bristol?
5: Yeah, just manning the phones. How's Apollo?
6: I says he's fine. Plus there's something he ain't telling me.
5: Huh? The rest of the day is fairly uneventful. Lilith and Eve pull in, beaming about their encounter with a hitchhiker, bragging about what the dash cam footage would mean for their channel. Blue Jay puts on a brave face, still reluctant to talk and still refusing to give an interview. And Ace? Ace almost fell out of his convertible, pale, shaking, sweating. I'd never seen someone so terrified. We travel for a while longer, now at around 480 turns, until we stop for our first night on the road, making camp in a quiet clearing at the top of a hill. Rob clears a sleeping area in the back of the truck, leaving a line of luggage as a barrier between us. He's clearly trying to accommodate me. It's sweet, but all the same, I feel even less at ease than I did this morning. The hitchhiker said something to me that he shouldn't have known about. Something I never told Rob. Something that could only be gleaned from meticulous and thorough research. Maybe the hitchhiker was some kind of malevolent, inscrutable being. Or maybe he's an actor. Fed pertinent information in a bid to convince me, trick me into accepting Rob's game as real. Far fetched as that might sound, it's easily the most plausible explanation for what's happened. And then there's the car. I don't know if Lilith and Eve saw it. I'll have to talk to them tomorrow morning when Rob isn't around. I still feel a bit bad for lying to him about Apollo. Rob seems like a good man, a reasonable man, as flawed as any of us, but fundamentally decent. Still, the fact remains that when I talked about the crash car, he said the following.
6: No one I know of. Whoever it was, they'd probably rather crash than face that goddamn hitchhiker again.
5: I want to trust Rob. I want to believe him when he says he didn't see the car, that he'd never seen anything on that stretch of road before. But for a man of so few words, he might have just said too many. If he truly never saw the car, how did he know what direction it was facing? I suppose it's... Hey, Hey, Eve. Hey. You scared me. Oh, I'm sorry. We're, uh... We're making s'mores. Do you want some? Uh, yeah, yeah. That sounds great.
0: We're really happy to have you with us, by the way.
5: Thanks. I appreciate it. It's certainly been interesting. (laughs) Yeah, it's been interesting.
8: All I'm saying is we don't know the rules. I mean, once you're through the tunnel, you could get in a helicopter and then... Could you fly in a straight line or would you have to, like, follow the road from the air? Like, what are the rules?
7: The rules are it has to be a car.
8: Is that specified? Really?
7: Well, either way, you have to take a bunch of turns before you even hit the tunnel. How exactly are you going to drive a helicopter? Fine, fine, Okay, okay, okay.
8: Okay, like, um, uh, a little plane with wheels. Like a Stetsna. Drive it through the streets, get through the tunnel, and then boom. No turns needed, just plain sailing.
7: You can't fit a plane through that tunnel, so that's super dumb.
8: Uh, you ever heard of no bad ideas in a brainstorm?
7: I used to think that was true. Yeah, but you talked me out of it.
8: (sighs) I'm a visionary. I'm just undervalued in my time.
7: (laughs) Sure. Where's Rolf?
5: He turned in a while ago.
8: Yeah, so did Ace. Said he wasn't feeling well. Hmm. Blue Jay? You want a s'more?
5: I'm tired. I think that's the first time I've ever heard her speak. Oh, my God, same. I don't get her.
8: Anyway, we're getting off track. Look, the obvious solution is to tow a collapsible helicopter through the tunnel and then assemble it. I mean, have you guys ever seen You Only Live Twice? I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God.
5: Ugh. <laughs> uh, going to turn in.
8: You leaving me alone? 8 2 Bristol.
5: I have notes to type
8: up. Really? Well, uh. Well, I admire your work ethic. See you on the road tomorrow.
5: Yeah, night, Apollo.
8: Night, Bristol.
2: radio jubilation. It's Chuck Greenwald and I'm with you till the witching hour. It's been a busy week in jubilation as we welcome our new school principal. Very impressive guy who's bringing some new and interesting proposals to our community. He's got a few people talking about funding for the arts. If you've got a view we'd love to hear it. We're going to go back to your requests very soon and I can tell you we've got some goodies on the way. For now though Let's take ourselves to the new box. They're gonna hurt now. Hope you folks enjoyed that. We're gonna be bringing you much, much more. This is Chuck Greenwald telling you you're always welcome in jubilation. Stay with us. The Left Right Game stars Tessa Thompson as Alice, Amal Amin as Tom, W. Earl Brown as Rob, Dio Kinney as Apollo, Colleen Camp as Blue Jay, Inanna Sarkis as Lilith, Jojo T. Gibbs as Eve, Brian Greenberg as Ace, Robin Bartlett as Bonnie, and John Billingsley as Clyde. With additional performances by Peter O'Brien, Carlo Rota, Pat Healy, and Ellery Sprayberry. Created and written by Jack Anderson. Directed by Emma Tammy. Produced by Q-Code, Automatic, and Tessa Thompson. The Left-Right Game is a Q-Code production.
1: Experience brilliant, room-filling sound with Sonos. Expand your audioverse at sonos.com. Whether you're in a relationship, single, or recently heartbroken, you could be navigating some
7: tough stuff. And it really can be challenging to do this on your own. We all need help when it comes to our relationships, very specifically our love lives. I'm Jillian, and each week on my podcast, Jillian on Love, I share skills on how to strengthen our relationships, how to build a stronger sense of self, and how to heal heartbreak and choose better partners. Learn how to start making change today and search for Julian on Love wherever you're listening now.
1: Sono speakers are designed from the inside out for incredibly detailed sound and rich bass. Then fine-tuned by Oscar and Grammy-winning producers, mixers, and artists. Go to Sonos.com to learn more.
4: Hi, just checking in and seeing if you might want to step away from the noise of the world for just a moment and connect back to you. If so, join me on my podcast, Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion, where we'll explore mindfulness, self-love, and personal growth as I share practical insights and tools to hopefully help inspire you to start to take charge of your mental and emotional well-being. Search for Letting It Settle
1: with Michael Gallion on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening now.